All right, welcome to another Crossroads podcast, number 67, no, number 76. Right. Uh, I'm dyslexic like, today. I'm James LaFountain. And I'm Jake Ryan. And today, everything has switched. You were wearing glasses, I wasn't. Oh yeah, I took them off because of the glare. Because of the glare, you know. The I glare. can see close up. I was giving you a glare. I was glaring yeah. at you like, are you jacking my style? You take it's not oh, so bad you, th now. you think you're smart now? You put yeah. on those glasses, you think you're like <laughs> IQ's bumped up. I don't know. Yeah, I get, it just works like that, dude. I don't know. You get the Clark Kent effect now. Oh nobody knows mm -hmm. who you are. You're not Superman, you're just a regular guy. Yep, exactly. No, I, di I didn't realize how bad I needed glasses. Oh, man. I mean, I definitely do need glasses. It's I just got new glasses, new contacts. Yeah. I'm bringing sexy back. <clears throat> I've never had contacts. No more four eyes, nerdy Jake. Yeah. Back to sexy. Bringing Working sexy out. Back. Working out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm gonna trim my beard up. I've been trimming my Do nostril hairs. Are you doing the jaws or size? No. <clears throat> Do you know what that is? I imagine it's some way of exercising your jaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been jazzercising. No, I'm just kidding. I've been jizzercising. <laughs> oh I need to try that. Yeah. I've you know. Definitely not been doing that that much. It's I'm actually, dude. Fuck the intro. I'm just. We're already talking now. Just run it. But first, okay. Speaking of jizzercising, I was actually like, you know, this might be too much information, but so my wife can't like she doesn't have ovaries now. Uh huh. So her, you know. When that happens to women, they don't like absorb the semen. Hmm. Apparently, what happens is like if you ejaculate into a woman with no ovaries later, like a few days later, randomly or whatever, it'll just like come out of them. What? <laughs> yeah. So I've been like, well, what should I just practice semen retention? Um, I mean, I practice edging because I'm like, uh, not yet. No, no, no. <laughs> uh -huh. But I was like, you know, I hear there's some superpower <laughs> stuff to that. I mean, some people say that. Who is Kevin saying Gates that? Says yeah, that. Kevin Gates and like, what? Who's the other one? Nelly Choppa. <laughs> oh, I, I look. I'm gonna have to just experiment and trap myself because yeah. basically if you see me getting super buff and all of a sudden i got you know super saiyan hair you'll know okay so check this out <clears throat> um i i posted on this uh getting shredded subreddit right mm -hmm. not that i'm getting shredded or anything but i was just asking a question i was like 
I was like, people are always saying that I'm too skinny. And I'm like, is it, am I like really too skinny or is it just a body fat thing? And cause I'm sure you got that all the time too. And like you, yeah. you can, you can see when people are like too skinny or like dangerously skinny, you know? Yes. But if I think a lot of people just aren't used to seeing somebody with a fucking chunk of fat on them and layer of fat on them, you know, like just most average American adults, you know, they're, they're just, they have a higher body fat percentage. Anyways, I posted on this and everyone was like pretty cool or whatever. They're like, yeah, you just need to just eat a shit ton more and, and lift. And they're like, you're not like a twig or anything. And, um, and then like days later after this post was like old, this chick commented on it or it was the, the sc- screen handle was like uh busty, but kind of fat or something like that. <laughs> but she was like, she's like, yeah, you're, you're way too skinny. You definitely need to bulk. She's like, I have more muscle mass than you and my legs and than you do in your whole body. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, prove it. I was like, let's and see. What, it. She sent you some nudes. No, <clears throat> she's like, how am I going to prove it? And I'm like, cause like everyone else is being cool. And then like, I went, cause you could look at people's, their history, their comment history. And like, dude, literally every single one of her comments was in some sort of fitness sub where she was like talking shit on some dude for being skinny. <laughs> oh my God. She must have a thing for skinny guys. Yeah. That's what I was like. I was like, it's like the. You know, if somebody's making fun of you all the time at school, it's really because they got a crush on you. Dude, okay. She's In probably her... like, oh, man, <clears throat> I would break you. I would, oh, I would squash you. Check this out. Let me spit on you, boy. No. <laughs> so you, when I go look at her bio, it says, the name says it all, LOL. I'm busty, but I'm kind of fat too, LOL. <laughs> Under my fat is more muscle mass than my skinny high school gym teacher had. So screw you, Mr. Jones, you scrawny little twig. <laughs> oh my gosh. She has some definite like uh like, physical appearance issues. Dude, I've never had like like I have the weirdest fucking interactions on Reddit. It's so weird. Dude, uh I never use Reddit. But that's what you should do on your podcast. Is be like, all right, well, you should just record your screen. Yeah. And and you talk. You can edit mm-hmm. it later or something, but just be like, yo, so check it out. This is what was going down on my Reddit. And this is the rabbit hole I went down or yep. my experiences in this thread. Mm-hmm. It's uh yeah, dude, it's funny how I'll be looking in the mirror, though, I'll be like, because I've been buying new jeans that are bigger waist, because I'm like, damn, dude, I need to lay off the Pop-Tarts. Yeah. No more bowls <laughs> of ice cream and candy. Right. I'm like, dude, I need to just cut back on the sugars. The thing about that Maybe stuff, the sandwiches. I don't know. Yeah, but... the thing about that that stuff. Sorry to interrupt, but like when you 
it seems like when you're eating all that stuff and you're like, you know, you'll have it occasionally or whatever, but when you have it, it's just like so good and you eat a lot of it. Cause that's like, it's, it's, it's just dense calories, like in sugar and bread and, and carbs and stuff. It's just super dense calories. So it's like a small amount equals a shit ton of calories, you know? But when you don't have that stuff for like just a few weeks, couple weeks, a month or something, it doesn't like, it doesn't even affect you. Like you don't even, you don't even think about it. Like you go to the store and just like, we'll walk past that for me, at least. You mean I, mentally or physically? No, it's both. It's both for sure. Cause <clears throat> like the, your body doesn't change like the shape of your body. Um, well that too, but like your, your gut, like your gut microbiome, it's when you eat something, it responds to that. And then like it breeds that culture to like eat that type of food. So like sends a signal to your brain to like keep eating more of that stuff. <clears throat> so it's just like a back and oh, forth between I, I your, you. your gut and your brain. So I yeah, do, so I get in those habits where I'll be like, I'm going to eat a roast beef sandwich. And I'll just like keep packing roast beef sandwiches for lunch, you know, for sure. Buy yeah. Yeah. Bread, buy some roast beef. And I'm like, yeah. Or make, make a stew or whatever. And yeah. now I'm just, that's one of my things for this year. I probably already talked to you about that. What's that? Changing my diet. Cause I'm like, dude, I need to lay off the sweets. Yeah. Like, I hear that it's, you know, for like a recovering alcoholic or, you know, probably other substances that a lot of people will kind of. Well, alcohol is a big one. It was sugar. Yeah. So I'm like trying to get my teeth whiter, you know, trying yep. to work out more, build that muscle mass. Cause I will still feel like, oh, I'm still skinny ish, but my gut. Where I'm like, no, dude, I got, I got to work <clears throat> out my, my chest and get my pecs over my gut. Cause sometimes I'm like, dude, my gut, what the hell? I need to get my abs back. Be like, dude, I don't even need to flex these fuckers. They're already looking good. Yeah. yeah my biceps be like, dude, my, my shirt's too small. Yep. Yeah. But just stuff yeah, like that. <clears throat> my butt, I'm really trying to get a nice bubble butt. You know, chicks love bubble butts too. <laughs> that's that's one good thing about for sure, dude. That's one good thing about People my always job. Be like, you have no ass, Jay. <laughs> I get a pretty good ass workout at work. Cause we're like jumping up and down off the tables. <clears throat> I am at least. You're just raging, huh? Come here, Mowgli. Well, no, you have to. <clears throat> Did Bye. I show you that? Did I show you that video of me building a wall? No. I didn't? Uh uh. Let's play that shit. All right, cool. Yeah, I made a video. Produced and directed. All right, hold up. All right, you were going to show me a video of you yes, sir. at work? Yes, sir. What are you doing then at work? Building. Building Do you... walls. Yeah. I don't know. I just like made a whole video. Did you? 
I mean, it's like. You got audio? <clears throat> yeah, you can't hear that? Huh. I don't know why it's hella quiet. It's just some random beat that I put behind it. I still can't hear the beat. I wonder. Um. Hmm. I don't know. That's so dumb. This is you stacking your yeah, wood. Yeah, I'm just yep throwing up the lumber. That's the blueprint. Nice. All the material. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I mean. Blueprints all the time, depending on the type of wall you got to build. Yeah, we'll get. They'll come in bundles, like a bundle of walls, and it'll just come in a packet of blueprints. Huh. Um. But yeah, that's what I meant by jumping up and down off the table. Is this like different than you have done before? Or no. It's the way you've always done it. At this place. Yeah. Yeah. This is. This is just how it's done. For now, I don't know. We're... Oh, dude, that looks dope. The uh, time lapse. Of All right. Guy. Yeah. How nope. long did you have that going? Man, I had it out there forever. It was like a couple hours, I think. Like your GoPro? Yeah. Was it plugged into a charger or is that just a battery life? It was just a battery. Was it in time-lapse mode or no? Mm-hmm. Yep. I need to do that. This is all in time-lapse mode too. Oh, yeah. Just set your GoPro up in time-lapse mode. Yep. Yep. Nice. Dang, you have to do a lot more than I realized. With yeah, it's it's framing and then got, shooting. Well, you got the nail gun hammer. Oh, you're mm -hmm. operating the forklift. Fuck yeah, dude! I didn't know you did that. Hell yeah, bro! I'm the boss of that shop. Dude, you the man. Yeah, it's get that baby clean. Right. <laughs> get out the Hell blower, yeah. dude. That's dope. Oh, it's still playing. Are you gonna share it online? I don't know. Good. Well, um, I mean, if you ever make a podcast saying what you did or. You I know, just... I had a bunch of vlogs of me working. Mm -hmm. I think I privated them, though. I could always upload them again. Like. Like a whole like daily vlog type thing. Yeah. Or just moments. Daily vlog type things. <laughs> and. Yeah, it'd be me like waking up, going to work, working. I got some fuzz in my beard. Mm -hmm. Um, but they just weren't like doing that good as far as viewing people viewing them. For sure. So I was like, <laughs> should I even keep doing this? You know. I mean. And it was a lot of energy. like. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, man, like, just set setting up a camera everywhere you go. Like, how people will do that. They'll literally set up a camera and just, like, walk past it and then walk back and grab the camera, you know, and just... Yeah. Like, Casey, Casey Neistat, he does that. Just yeah. New York City. And so I'm just trying to be a little more thoughtful about what how I want to go about making certain videos, especially since <clears throat> short form content has become a thing. I do have the galaxy flip phone right. or whatever. 
So it's a little easier to be like, oh, set up my phone over here like this. Yep. You know, but just to bring it home, bring it into a editing program, do maybe some chopping up, put some music to it, render it, upload it, title it, make a thumbnail, publish mm -hmm. it. You know, that's like, takes a lot out of you. For sure. And... Oh, dude. So <clears throat> I, I started a like music while you sleep channel. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was using, I wanted to tell you about this because I thought this was super cool. Um, like I just been like making the music in, in FL studio, mm -hmm. but I've been using chat GPT for all of the like, titles and and descriptions and everything <laughs> oh nice because i'll just be like write me a, a title for a youtube video about calming music and it'll just come up with something you know um i mean i don't know if i'll keep doing that but as far as like <clears throat> seo type stuff like keywords and stuff like dude it's it's amazing because i was like give me some seo keywords for this channel and it just gave me every word you know because you know when you're sitting there trying to think of tags and stuff you're like i don't know what to put here and you just put a couple tags and whatever like it just comes up with like everything that you could think of i am going to utilize that yeah the uh search engine optimization definitely is something i need to work on myself what has it did you publish the channel yeah it's got it's got like five videos up I think. Are they getting any interaction? Mm -hmm. They've got some views. Because I was, you know, my wife will send me these things like, you make one of these channels about calming music and videos <clears throat> and you could get hella views and make money. And I was like, oh, I could do that. But yeah, the but only... I'm like, oh, damn, it's such a saturated market and there's already like <clears throat> yeah, 100,000 views that videos that have a million views. I'm like, hmm, is For this... Sure. Is it tapped? I think it's just one of those, just like, just like anything, really, like, just like the vlogs thing, you know. Um, if if it's not just gonna work out right away, like you still have to put in the work. Like it's a lot of work, kind of, to consistently put out any a video of anything, really. Um, those just happen to be pretty dang easy because. Like the the stuff that I've been doing at least is like, I'll just I'll just take like some piece of music and just like flip it and reverse it and stretch it and just stretch it so long where it doesn't even sound like music anymore. It's just like, and then I'll apply like different reverbs and and like blurs and uh, convolvers and stuff to just it just sounds like this crazy weird like ambient. Yeah, just like an ambient soundscape. soundscape. Yep. Are you? In the microphone, like, you, you are worth it. You are meant for abundance and prosperity. I mean, I was thinking, though, too, because the the ones that I did, they're just, like, normal, basic as fuck. Like, just like, like you said, ambient soundscape, you know? But I was thinking the other day, I'm like, man, I really should try to tap into that, like, 
soul chakra he, he, frequency. You are healing. vibrating <laughs> at an immaculate level. Dude. You are a magnet for money. <laughs> Dude, I, I swear to God, like, if you if you just did that for, like, 20 minutes or whatever, and we put that on a loop on one of these, it would be, like, the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> oh, dude, I've always wanted to create a character that's, like, the financial guru, life coach <clears throat> type yeah. thing. But it'd be, like, he's really just broke. <laughs> and he, yeah, like, he his videos are a facade. He's, like, God. He, like, shuts off. He's, like, I'm so depressed. Yeah. Like, and but his video, it's like, all right, the secret to success is you must always keep a positive outlook. Well, I mean, that's kind of a lot of those guys. I don't know, man. The whole like, just all of that whole self help and all of that stuff is like, I don't know. It's not, there's only a few people that I feel like are like pretty damn cool, you know? <clears throat> You know who I've been listening to a lot recently? Gary V. Andrew Tate. Oh, I'm for just real? Kidding. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm not an Andrew Tate fan because of his controversy with, you know, the sex trafficking and, right. well, and his misogynistic, like, kind of womanizing ways. I'm not that type of guy. So I don't look up to those types of guys of like, I need to have a hundred females that are willing to get on their knees and slob my knob while I you know, tell them you are my slave or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm just not really into that type of, uh, um, which I'm not saying he's totally like that, but it seems kind of like that's what he's trying to portray. For sure. It's like, I'm the king. You're like my servants. Well, who who are you going to say, though, that you've been listening uh, to? Rob Dyrdek. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, he's... It's very motivational without, like, trying to be... Yeah, and so I've listened to him on a bunch of podcasts, and he also has his own podcast. Really? Yeah. I think it's you're called... telling me about that. Build with Rob. Right. Um, super cool, dude. And I've just been, you know, I've been working this overtime on this other remodel job, which basically yep. initially was like, yeah, I got this like bathroom remodel. It's pretty small. And like, you know, and then it's like turned into the whole house. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll make good money, but I'm working a lot more. And yep. I've been um, just listening to Rob Deirdre, like most of the whole time. And just to kind of absorb all of his outlooks and about, you know, being positive, but designing like a systems and optimization. He's always using these like big words and formulas for uh, you know his sorry my dog is all whiny right now my with my family out of town he's just like where are they yeah 
I can't stand it. And even that with Rob, though, he talks about not only his business stuff and like developing businesses, making them successful, but he talks about his personal life, like his family life and how he keeps that, you know, successful and building and keeping a good relationships and his own mentality and like physical mental health. Mm-hmm. And it's just so inspirational. I'm just like, dude, because I've, in a way, I've always wanted to be like Rob Beard. But I'm like, dude, I want a fantasy factory. Yeah. And well, dude, yeah, he's he's always been like just one of my favorite people. Pro skater. To see a pro skater get to that level of. You know how he is, man. When he got the sacred G, sacred geometry. Honestly, things. he's always reminded me. You you guys are are similar in some ways. Like sometimes when I'm watching ridiculousness, just like I don't know, it's just kind of some of his manner mannerisms. Well, you see, I kind of lost my mojo for a while in life. And I was like, I used to be like super confident, like, dude, I'm born for success. Like I, you know, it's just, I got it. I'm not my mojo. I'm going to do whatever I want. I have the power to tap into the energetic field out there and, you know, control matter and manifest it with my thoughts and sit and meditate and get out there and make it happen, be confident. And then... You know, probably like substance abuse and all that stuff. Just getting caught up in life of, you know, the worries and doubts of like, oh, am I going to be able to be successful? You know, and then, uh, you know, I got a little whiny like my dog over here. Gosh, you can probably hear him whining, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. It don't bother me. Well, it bothers me. Yeah, I but um, here let me let him out real quick. For sure. All right. Anyways, what I was saying, I think my dog needs a little bit of time to mm-hmm. just you know chill out and not just stop worrying. And that's what was wrong with me was I got so worried about things like, am I gonna become successful? Have I already failed? Is it over? I'm thirty now. I'm not a millionaire yet. Shit, it's over. I'll never become a millionaire now. And so also I'd have to say probably surrounding myself with maybe not the most ideal people for me and getting caught too much in my ego and comparing myself to other people. And, you know, so after things got so bad and I had like a mental breakdown and all this, that I was like, okay, I gotta get sober, get my mind right, get my body right. And now I'm feeling like I'm, I feel like I've got my mojo back. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, I'm not just getting it back, but I'm like, dude, I actually feel my mojo again. I feel, and listening to Rob has helped me to be like, you know what? What's, did you forget, Jake, that you, you know, your whole ways of like, I'm going to write these things down in a notebook and these are my goals. I'm going to make them happen. Yep. And 
So I'm just like, dude. Uh, even mm-hmm. with the podcast, where I was like, I've been slacking on the podcast, and I need a. Uh, in the past, I'd kind of be a little bit of that, like try to be inspirational to people, you know. But now <laughs> I'm like, dude, I have to be an example. Yeah, you know, and be like, not like, hey, be like me, but. You know, it's like I can't talk about, oh, it's, I can't talk about becoming successful in something I haven't already become successful at. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. <clears throat> I agree. I agree with it all. I think, I think the best, the best mentality is to, you know, for sure, like, do everything you can. You got to you gotta humble yourself, too, you know, like, because I think the, I don't know, I don't want to call it, like, just the high, like, the high hopes that you have, you know, about stuff and the dreams and all that. Um, I don't know, it can make it kind of that much more frustrating like you said when you're like comparing yourself to other people when you really think about that stuff all the time and you like put so much pressure on on yourself about like getting success with those types of things you know yeah so i, I don't know man like i've i've definitely felt that where it's like i'll just i'll be so inspired and like to like a delusional point probably yeah. you know and then there's other times where like you're trying so hard and it's, you know, nothing's working and you're just like, I'm a piece of shit. It's not <laughs> a like, well, and that's another thing Rob Deirdre talks about is kind of these four phases of a new project you're developing or a new goal to accomplish. And I think I've mentioned the things like breaking it down into milestones, <coughs> but he also says these things about, you know, which I'm sure you're familiar with the whole, like you're excited. It's an idea. You're writing it down. Like, this is what I want to do. I've got a great idea and it's going to work. And then you start it and it's like, dude, I'm feeling excited about this new project. And then maybe it doesn't like spike right away and doesn't kind of like have this initial explosion. And it's kind of, then you're like, well, actually, I don't know. I had all this energy for it and I don't know if it's now going to, work out i'm kind of bored and kind of tired with it and i just don't know if it's even worth it to push through right and then basically that whole thing of like if you continue to push through and you know if you can get your energy back up again then the whole idea is hopefully you make that breakthrough where you're like hey now it's working it's happening and i can roll with it um but just like you know, whether it's just a little project, like an album or a podcast. I even struggle with the podcast still. I'm like, man, I want to harness it, get it figured out, be able to reach the right people and, you know, just make it a... Uh, you know, I feel like I've kind of been trying to develop all these little things, you know, like 
Soulfire Beats, Crossroads Podcast, Crossroads Music, mm-hmm. Crossroads Construction. Right. And all these, uh, you know, a lot of it's multimedia, which are, like similar to yourself where it's like graphic design, music production, video production, merchandise, building a brand, um, almost like lifestyle company type stuff where it's like, yeah, skateboarding or, you know, nature and like hiking and positive outlook on life, like being an inspirational company or whatever, you know? Right. And being like, okay, I don't want to do too much. How do I tie this all in? And, you know, that's kind of Rob's thing. He's like, if you set yourself up with these little things and create a system for them so that they can kind of Mm -hmm. have their own formula to operate from, I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to get that going so that in five years, 10 years, I'm like, I've done the groundwork. They're running, they're in motion. Cause I still want to do those other things too. Like real estate, and yep. you know, get into those big levels of life where it's like, yo, housing and the whole idea of the community center type fantasy factory thing. Mm-hmm. You know, have a YouTube channel that's like, like fantasy factory for sure type things where it's like, yo, it's me and my homies and my family, and we we've got something going on here. And it's entertaining. We have an audience. <laughs> yep. But then sometimes I'm like, is it even going to work? Is this a stupid idea? I shouldn't even chase this dream. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I, I think some people just have. There's they don't think about it as much. And, you know, for whatever reason, <clears throat> like I'll put a lot of pressure on myself with stuff. Sounds stupid, but just like, you know, you start making something, like you said, because it's fun and it's new and you got this new project going. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, you got to keep doing this. Like the work part of it and like finding time to do that work and then finding time to like fit it into a routine to make it consistent. And then you don't want to like be like, oh, I missed I missed an upload date, you know. And just mm-hmm. so you start you start thinking of all these things before you even like create a channel, you know. <laughs> and so that's what that's what's kind of cool when I was talking about that um like ambient sleep music thing. Is it's like it's super easy to make the stuff. And the only thing is like rendering takes like <clears throat> four hours or something. Uploading to YouTube takes like 10 hours <laughs> is it like an hour long video? they're 10 10 hour long videos oh my gosh bro yeah i slept to one the other night it was like it was perfect it had, and it was cool too because like remember a while ago you I could was put them on spotify too i bet you know yeah yeah release an album of you know whatever your <laughs> what is your channel called uh calm compendium what is compendium you make like, that word up 
No, it just means like collection. Oh, I I started a channel like that too. I only had one like rainfall for two hours. Dude, yeah, you could do whatever. And, I uh, think it's called relaxation station. That's cool. It's probably already something, but they wasn't taken, so I was like, all right. Yeah, dude. I mean, but I, I'm gonna I, start doing the ones that's like, you're calm. Everything in your life is falling into place exactly as it was meant to be. No, <laughs> dude, that would be hilarious, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, and those <laughs> things I believe they actually work. Like, well, that that's what I was gonna say is like because I remember we were talking a while ago about these, and I was like. Remember, I told you that I was I fell asleep to some, and I woke up because I was like, "Man, what the fuck? What the hell?" It just like whatever was playing, it was kind of tripping me out. But I was thinking, I was like, they could be putting any sort of weird subliminal messages in there. So it yeah, was cool. Like to, about it was cool to sleep to the one that stuff. I made. Yeah, because the one I made, I know, I know for sure, I didn't put anything in it. So I was like, you know, slept pretty peacefully. Yeah, dude, it's. Uh... That's a great idea is to create your own, even for yourself, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, you're so much smarter now. You got glasses. So like, check this out. I was thinking about it too. I was like, this is like magic. It is actually. No, because check this out. Listen, check this out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so I, I'll start in FL Studio, right? Mm-hmm. And then I make the, the audio. I'll export that, bring it into premiere make a video out of it export that upload it to youtube and then i'll end up watching it on my tv in my bedroom with bluetooth headphones so i'm like laying in bed with bluetooth earbuds in, making something that i it's just weird how it travels from one thing to another thing and then it ends up like wirelessly in my ears like well yeah it could travel all the way to china and like somebody in China discovers it, and they're like, you know what? Straight what is it up. called again? Calm Compendium. Calm Compendium. Yeah. Dude, if you released like albums of Calm Compendium on Spotify and got onto the, like a playlist <clears> that's like calm, relaxing, soothing music to, you know, stress relief and the jizzer size, to dude. do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah make some tantric frequencies out there like no this album is all about sex magic Dude, you want to would... you're like this is a 10 hour session you want to last 10 hours <laughs> yeah 24 uh, hours you're gonna need a lot of blue chew and yeah. water uh, amphetamines yeah and water no i thought it was kind of i almost wasn't even gonna tell anyone about it because i just like as an experiment, you know. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's something I should still stick with doing. But because... what I was, <clears throat> what's up? Well, what I was gonna say because I was gonna say something earlier about just like kind of all that being consistent and stuff. Um, and even just like dieting and working out and anything, anything really atomic habits right well just it's kind of a different philosophy of just like i guess seeking discomfort is what they what they call it just like 
doing doing things that kind of fucking suck, you know, uh, like putting yourself through that on purpose so you could build that muscle. You know, I think it's a muscle. And the more the more you do stuff, you know, it's just like working too. like. I mean, you have to find a way through it, like physical labor type stuff where you're waking up early, like nobody wants to be like lifting heavy shit at six, seven in the morning, you know. But like you got to find a way to get yourself out of bed and not hate your day, you know. So like you're constantly waking up and doing something that you don't like. And after a while, like you find ways to enjoy it and just like different ways to look at it. And, you know, some days are better than others. <clears throat> but it's if if someone was paying you to exercise and like your your income depended on it, you know, it'd be it'd be different, but it'd be it'd be the same like mentality that you'd have to use to get yourself through it, you know. Um, I yeah, but, I guess. But you you see it with people that don't ever do anything that they don't want to do. You make them do one little tiny thing that they don't want to do, and they fucking flip out, you know. Oh yeah. Um uh, and that's another part of like you know raising my kids and trying to develop those habits with them where you know like one of the things I need to do for myself and for them is I'll wake up with Hendrix in the morning. He always just wants to wake up with me and hang out for a bit when I'm getting ready, you know. And so at first I would wake up, you know, shower breakfast and you know after breakfast i'd do like some push-ups sit-ups and like meditation while he's there he might be on his nintendo switch or something but um you know i was just like well as long as i'm here doing some push-ups sit-ups and meditating in front of him he'll kind of yeah absorb that and then i started getting lazy you know i started working a lot more I'm like, oh, just like get a little extra sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jake. Like, if my higher self, like my soul self, that's like hovering above me, could be like, kick my body into shape. I'm like, Jake, you know what you want to do. Do it. Just fucking suck it up. Do those push-ups. Yeah, you're gonna be a little tired, but fuck it, you're gonna be tired anyways. Like, I don't know. Like, it- just don't close your eyes and lay down yeah and that's kind of what i was getting at too because you know i i started working this job and i mean it's not like the most physically demanding job but it is physically demanding and you're using your whole body all day you Mm -hmm. know so and you know you could lift as much as you want but i'll be lifting real heavy shit on purpose you know like I'm, I'm looking at it like, <clears throat> like I'm Might as well get to a workout in <laughs> for sure. Right. Um, but for a while there, I was just like, I was just kind of, I don't know, just getting over it, but I was super tired all the time too. And so I just, I would just be like, I just need to rest, you know? So I would just do nothing but rest, like basically just work and then just come home and chill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do I have no fucking energy? And so I just started like, I think, I think a lot of it is diet. You know, that's the first thing that I I always think of is like, 
I must not be getting enough or enough of something in particular. So just different things. I started taking creatine. Mm. I feel like that helps a lot, dude. Um, it's just a I little, should you should though. dude. It's for, it's for muscle recovery and muscle fatigue. So like literally just like muscle stamina, you know? Mm. Yeah. Cause, cause I, was, I always feel it in my arms mainly. Yeah. You know, whatever in my back or my, Chest or abs, depending on what I'm doing. Not really my abs so much, unless I'm really like doing crunches. But yeah, yeah, I'll definitely feel it in my arms after a good day of mm-hmm. doing. Uh, because a lot of the tools we'll use, we have to fill them up with mud. For sure, you know, like yep. the big tube to run tape and and stick it to the walls, and then fill up these boxes of mud on on poles and run them across all the joints and seams of a house, you know? Yep. So once it's full of mud and they get heavy, and then we got to apply all this pressure in all these different places and, you know, run all the tools. Yep. And it is like a full body thing, which like like yours you know so it's like physically demanding yeah which is nice because i definitely feel like since i got back into it i feel more muscle Mm -hmm. but i'm like you know what? i still need to come home and like pump i need to do some curls yeah and And... jump rope i really want to be jump roping Mm -hmm. just like yo my cardio (laughs) yep I feel like sure. it'll also help like my legs and my core a bit. Like, I feel like once yeah. you really get going, your abs kind of start to tighten up a little bit. Just with with what jump rope, just something like that. When you're like, yo, I'm just like in the zone uh, with something. Dude, best thing for core, honestly, is just like planks. Do just do a minute plank. Your your abs will be burning like crazy. The guys at work will come in and be like. Jake, what are you doing? I'm planking, bro. <laughs> oh, you're talking about at work. No, I'm just saying like. Oh, right. Because <clears throat> sometimes I'll be like carrying boxes of mud in, you know, buckets, yeah. buckets full of mud or water. Be like kind of joking around like, oh, I'll get my pump on real quick, guys. Just yep. get like three reps in real quick. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the blood flowing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I was, I just started kind of thinking about that and trying, to, not really trying, but just like getting more in that mindset of like eating better, so supplementing, you know, and just all that stuff, rest and hydration. And because I've always loved that stuff, you know, just like I've always felt my best when I'm just thinking about that stuff. And um, well, you think about it, like, and this is the whole thing I was saying about being an example. Yeah. Well, you know, say there's time in my life where I was kind of promoting the party life. Fucking rage. Down a bottle of Jack. Shotgun a beer. Smoke joints all day. Eat acid. Mm-hmm. Fucking snort a line. Woo! You know, sniff some Fucking workout salts. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 
Uh, I've never done that, but I've always been like, wow, this is a strange thing. But what I'm saying is after going down that path of like substance abuse, alcoholism, addiction, and like going through the negative effects of it, mental health, physical health, financial, like economical health, being like, dude, I'm fucking broke. My credit's fucked up. Yeah. Because I would go into debt, spending money on getting lit or whatever, yeah. you know? And then to be like, okay, I got to work on this recovery, talk to a therapist or, you know, getting a program or whatever it may be. You know, quit drinking, start working out, um, doing these things. And then it's like, it's unplug from social media. And not get so attached to needing the validation from other people and to feel like I'm doing something great and I want people to like it. And then to just be like, you know, I'm working on myself. And then once you get yourself like, dude, this person's, they're not just the skinny kid anymore. They're bulked up. They're sober, thinking clearly, building a successful life. I'm like, you don't even have to try to like get people to be like, look how cool I am. They just would be like, damn, dude, like for sure. I can see the change this person has made in their life and they don't even have to flaunt it. You know, like, you know, uh, don't have to be like, uh, you know, just toting your own little accomplishments. Of course, we're all going to say, Hey man, I've, I've made it this long sober or I got a promotion at work or you know this or that which is that's cool but I I used to feel like I I needed that right to feel good about myself I mean I think it's important to celebrate for sure there's nothing wrong with that no yeah for sure and especially with people that are gonna be happy to see you succeeding because they're Right. Inevitably, there's going to be people that don't like to see you succeeding, you know. And I've felt that towards other people. I'm like, what the fuck? They're succeeding, and I'm not. What the hell? Why am I not? You mm-hmm. know, more successful than them. They, they're a shitty person. I'm a better person than they are. Why do they have more uh, people that like them or whatever? And you know, that was like this <coughs> twisted dynamic that social media <clears throat> would create this turmoil inside of me i i've heard from like a few i don't know different like videos and just different people i can't remember who was saying it but they were just talking about like you know like how to make it in hollywood or just how to uh, have longevity in the entertainment business basically and they were all kind of saying just like just keep your head down and work, you know, like don't get involved in any of the bullshit. Just be humble, you know, keep your head down and work. Like basically that's it. If you're, if you're a cool person (laughs) and you don't like, you know, spread gossip and, and try to fucking, you know, throw people under the bus to climb to the top. Like that that goes a long way because most of that shit is just, it's just full of shady people. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. And especially like, that's what I would always look into. Okay. How do you build a successful, especially in entertainment? Because I'm always like, I still want to do acting. You know, I still want to play big concerts and go on tour in a tour bus with a rad band. And I'm like, yes, I still want to do this. I'm not going to stop believing that that's going to happen one day. Mm -hmm. I've been on that trajectory for years and years. I can't just be like, nah, I'm too old now. Right. Or whatever. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, I, I work construction. I have wife and kids. That's Hollywood is out of the question. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what? I could still act in a movie or tv show i'm sure if i actually put myself out there and try to one day if that's i'm just speaking for myself that there's some of these fun kind of career goals i have yeah like the a show type thing just youtube even be like yo we're gonna make our own yep. short films we're gonna have our own uh yep. fantasy factory thing or little short films for sure but when I listen to these things about how to become successful, that's when I got on those tangents of positive outlook. I read those self-help books. And then I got down the rabbit hole of the conspiracy theories of Hollywood and like the, the cult of celebrity mm -hmm. or some of the dark arts that are out there or Scientology or Satanism and, I'll be like, dude, I was raised Catholic and Christian and, you know, and looking into all these other different religions. But when I would be like, okay, wait, so there might be people out there that are like into like sacrificial rituals to become more rich or famous. Like that's their belief is that by doing certain acts to whatever sort of god you might have or or whatever uh maybe you got to go like be gay with a record producer or something you know do some sort of he'll be gay <laughs> nothing against the case but you know right. they might do that they might be like yo you got to come to this you know mm -hmm. homoerotic orgy we're all gonna you know eat some ecstasy drink some adrenochrome and eat some ass. <laughs> okay. And you are going to eat mine. We're going right. to 69. Okay. Yeah. We're going to human cat. What is it? Human caterpillar. Human caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just like you might have to go suck some dick if you want to be an actress. You got to get on the casting couch out in Los Angeles if you. You got to hook up with Harvey Weinstein if you want to be the next, you know, A-list star. If you want to be the lead female in this new blockbuster. I don't mm -hmm. know. You know, when you hear those types of things, you're like, well, right. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. But I still want to succeed in my dreams. I think that's totally possible. I mean, it's only like, what do they say? Like 10,000 or if that 10,000 loyal fans 
to just make make you a successful you could live off of that you know it's a lot of people it is i'm not sure if it's even that but just the idea is it's it's you don't have to be you know billy eilish famous because that's what people hear you're like i want to be an artist like even even delilah she was showing me some drawings that she did and they're like really good for real she's like she's 10 years old and she's drawing some stuff i'm like dang that's really good you know and and she's like yeah uh everyone's saying that you can't make money being an artist and i'm like i'm like yeah it's really hard but people do it yeah and i think it's I also am a firm believer in, you know, a lot of people try to say, do choose one thing, do that one thing, you'll get good at it. I got this fuzz on my finger. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> came from your beard. Dude, I'm just fuzzing out today. Right. Um, But first of all, I get too bored to do just one thing. Yeah. I'm too like, dude, I love to play the guitar and I love to play the drums and I love to sing and write and i want to come up with the ideas for merch and i like to play video games and Mm -hmm. you know all these different things where i'm like i've always just had this idea of like why can't you just be like it's always been my goal to be like if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it as best i can like if I'm going to play a video game, I'm going to conquer that thing. If I'm going to pick up a guitar, I'm going to learn how to play that guitar. I'm going to be like, I can play any song. Mm-hmm. It's just like, to me, I'm like, it's kind of a state of mind thing. Like if you think, yeah, I could do that. Then, For sure. You know, confidence does go a long way. Yeah, dude. Like. And belief, not, really. For sure. I feel that. I feel that so much because. You know, people are always asking me to do stuff for them. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this either, but I'll figure it out. I'm like, you could figure it out too. But for whatever reason, some people just don't have that in them where they think they could do that. You know, but like you, you like my, my cousin, you know, she'll, she'll ask me to uh, help her with some stuff like around the house, but -hmm. then she'll do stuff herself too. Like she changed her, uh, food disposal thing you know i was looking at it i'm like that doesn't look that because someone was telling her like oh no that's pretty complicated and i was looking at it i'm like you could do that Mm -hmm. she did it and she's like oh yeah like did that myself and she's all stoked about it oh dude i told you about my dryer yeah Mm -hmm. well kayliana came home the other day with the arcade machine right from the dump it's like uh (laughs) cosmos what it's called uh huh. And I'm like, oh, sweet. But we plug it in. And she's like, yeah, it was working up there. It's like, sweet. I plug it in and it's scrambled. Right. And I'm like, shit, I think something got knocked loose or something. Maybe a bulb got broken. So I took the back off and like looked up some YouTube videos and was like, all right. Something's happened here. Maybe it's a loose wire. I get mm-hmm. back there. I start fiddling around. And of course, she's like, Jake, you need to unplug that. You're going to get electrocuted. I'm like, yeah. I 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix anything if it's not plugged in and you're looking at the screen. So I found some little instructions in there too. So I was like, oh, sweet. It's got the instructions here. Now I know what these knobs are and I know what these wires are. And it was literally just like adjusting a few of these knobs with a screwdriver mm. that were for <clears> like <throat> the, the imaging right. of like the horizontal, vertical limits. Yeah. And it's good to go. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty stoked on that. It, uh, <laughs> we have, we got about a dollar 50 of quarters that were stuck in there. <laughs> right. Um, and then like today, I was like, dude, what the hell's wrong with my windshield wiper fluid? It's not coming through. And I thought mm -hmm. it froze. Right. And I was like, nah, dude, it should not be frozen now. And, course the line came off so, yeah well this is simple i just but i couldn't see down in there i'm like god damn i gotta finesse it make yep. sure it's working but i'm like just those simple things in life sometimes where you're like i something is wrong here mm -hmm. i have to fix this for sure dude i mean i like that that arcade cabinet story that's like right up my alley i would love just taking that shit apart and trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're definitely that type. Didn't you say you took apart a PlayStation or something? Yeah, I like kind of refurbished a couple. Oh, really? What do you yeah. got them still or did you just sell them? I, well, I had, yeah, I sold one and then I was just like, this isn't, there's no profit margin here. <laughs> but it was fun just because. Um, yeah, I still have one that I was like in the process of a, I don't it's know, a PlayStation, I, a PS one or a PlayStation one. Yeah. PS one is the mini one, but, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I just, I came across these like restoration channels where they're like restore an old game boy or something. And they're just, they're super satisfying to watch. They'll, they'll use like hydrogen peroxide and UV light to like de yellow stuff how like old electronics mm. will get all yellow you know so like yellow this, from just age? from yeah yeah so like it'll take a like a game boy one of the, the very original ones you know and they'll put it in this big bucket with water and uh hydrogen peroxide and like put a bunch of uv light shining on it and leave it in there for however many hours and then it goes from like that ugly yellow color back to gray just takes all the yellow out hmm. yeah i was i was nerding out about all that just so i was like man i kind of want to just do that it looks it looks very satisfying well but then you realize like how dirty shit gets just like over time you know well it's funny how <laughs> cleaning something can actually make it run so much better my computer i'll have to take it apart and vacuum it out blow it out and there's so much dust collects inside of it that it's like For sure. first of all that's a fire hazard mm -hmm. and everything just runs better yep. it stays cooler yep. and it's just interesting how much dust affects our lives you know, I get the more dust in the air the more boogers I get in my nose I'm not a real big fan of boogers <laughs> man 
I'm yeah, I'm I work in dusty environment. Yeah, for sure that drywall dust. Yeah. Same. Except it's sawdust. Yeah. And when we get to sanding. Yep. Yeah, it's not (coughs) that fun, but that's life. And I guess now I try to keep that state of mind of you know, it's it's stupid and it must have been my ego. And I heard this really good analogy or acronym for ego today. And Mm -hmm. when I went to a meeting and so the topic today, somebody brought up was God. Right. Because that's in like a lot of the 12 steps revolve around God and, you know, um, a higher power, belief in a higher power and changing our lives and stuff. And so everybody has their own understanding of a higher power. If they, or actually it's really hard to understand too. I might not ever really understand a higher power, but I still believe in something. And then somebody's talking about the ego and their acronym for that was edging God out. Hmm. And I was like, Hey, that's, that's pretty cool because, uh, you know, my sponsor said something to me once about how and I've probably said this to you before, where they're like, when some, a lot of times when something bad is happening, we as humans often try to find somebody else to blame. But when something really good happens in our life, then we usually try to take credit for it. Like, yeah, dude, I made that happen. Right. But, you know, do it. You know, you get a promotion at work and you're like, dude, I did that. I was working so hard. I earned that. If you get fired and it's like, dude, that's some bullshit. It's not my mm-hmm. fucking fault that Tony didn't wash the dishes. Right. Or whatever, you know. Yeah. But that whole edging God out and the ego really made me think about how you know, when I got really egotistic in life, and I would tell you those things, you know, where I was like, you know, your thoughts and words you write down and for goals and the actions you take, you start to feel kind of like God of your own reality. Or you're like, I could influence energy. I could tap into the molecules in the air and, you know, manifest things or attract them into my life. But... So it kind of create this God complex a little bit. But at the same time, you know, like you're talking about humbling yourself and being like, well, you know what? That's just kind of, I try to look at it now as like, maybe just like a gift <clears throat> given. And, and also something they said today about God where they're like, I just, I try to refer to it to a lot of people as our creator. Because they'll say things like, oh, well, if there's a God, why is there war and all these evil acts? And it's like, well, that's mankind doing that. And, you know, we were given the gift of free will and to create a life. Mm -hmm. Life. And I'm like, that's a great way to look at it. You know, whether it's right or wrong or the truth, it's a good way to look at it. Yep. So... Yeah, there's um 
it's like I think it's some Chinese philosophy or something. Um, or some story. Basically, the moral is like, you know, not not being so like like you say like egotistical when something good happens or just like being so stoked when something good happens because eventually something bad is going to follow that and then vice versa too when something bad happens not just being like this is the end of the world because you know later something good is going to happen basically the story you know it's just good things happen and bad things happen and a lot of the times that stuff is out of your control you know the only thing you could really control is cliche but it's how you react to things you know that's true well and you know it's just like somebody says something the other day in church the pastor was like yeah i know some guys that you know when something bad is happening like another preacher or something like some trouble arises and they're always like yeah, sweet. This is going to be another great lesson for me to learn. And a part of me is like, what the fuck? Who the hell looks at life like that? Like, oh, oh, my laundry machine broke. This is exciting. You know, my my mind first goes to, oh, fucking great. Now I got to call the maintenance guy and I'm going to have a $300 bill here. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, wait, how can I resolve this? situation here and problem solve and can we fix it ourselves and then <clears throat> you know then we thank god for youtube <laughs> but sure. you know be able to fix it ourselves save that money gain that knowledge and experience and then i'm like actually i guess i am kind of grateful for now knowing how to you know, fix a problem. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even just like, uh, you know, other things, minor or major or whatever, but just things that can be potentially upsetting, you know, just kind of, I think it just comes with age and maturity, you know, kind of realizing that like, okay, I've been mad at shit before and I got over it. You know, there's been times where I got mad at shit and I blew it up and made a fucking ass of myself you know and so you just you just learn to like temper your your emotions and your just knee-jerk reactions to things you know <laughs> dude yeah that i was thinking about recently my anger mm -hmm. i've had massive anger issues in my life and it got me in a lot of trouble i act crazy ruin yeah. relationships uh break things that i love mm -hmm. and get me locked up or in the hospital or just dumb shit and it's like when i think because now i with sobriety and all these kind of um new methods i've been learning about my about recovery and how to kind of uh, reflecting on myself too kind of surrendering to like some of my character defects and be like okay i can analyze this and realize that this is part of my personality that i'm gonna have to live with forever i'm not gonna be able to cure it i'm gonna have to learn how to manage it 
and change, grow, and uh, my anger, dude, I used to get so, like, engulfed in rage. Mm -hmm. I'd be, like, shaking in anger about things I can't even control. I'd be yeah. like, fucking God, pedophiles in the government or Hollywood human trafficking, God. Or yeah. even just fucking uh, simpler stuff in life. Oh, my wife didn't die. My laundry's not done. Why the fuck is this shit? The dishes aren't done yet. I'm annoyed right now. Mm -hmm. And just shit like that. Where it's like, you know what? Let's just try not to blow up right now because this is going to make matters worse. And you can just fucking do the dishes, Jake. Like, do your own laundry, <laughs> uh, yeah, or whatever you know. And look, there's gonna be fucking whack jobs out in the world. There's gonna be these evil people. All you can do is what you can do for your family. You don't have to be a vigilante pedophile hunter out there, right? You know? Which makes me think. Did you hear about that hitchhiker documentary on Netflix? Mm -mm. Dude, you got Netflix still? Yeah. Watch, if you like, it's uh the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Okay. Did you ever see that guy on YouTube? Uh, I don't think so. Dude, watch it. <laughs> it's like this kind of homeless hippie <laughs> surfer kid. Oh, yeah. I've seen him on YouTube. Yeah, where he's like, dude, this I came up with a hatchet. This guy went crazy and smash, smash. Right. It's yeah. his story. Okay. It's amazing. It, and it kind of is along those lines of like, you're a nobody. You're a homeless hippie kid with a messed up childhood and troubled past. And then all of a sudden you're viral and internet famous, and you don't even care. You're like, what the fuck? I don't even know, because I'm not, not like even on the internet. I'm out here hanging out with my homeless friend that's an old lady that is mentally ill and probably addicted to drugs, you know? Yeah. And, you know, next thing you know, he's famous. He's on out and about in, like, Hollywood, and people, you'll have to watch it. Yeah. But how <clears throat> things kind of go from, like, I'm a nobody to... Boom to crash yep. to like, whoa, what's got what's going on here? It's just a really good story and kind of an example of like just like what can happen in life and how things can like hit these peaks and then pitfalls. Dude, yeah. I mean I honestly think the most like if you if you just you have to have such a solid team of people around you like if you blow up famous like that like a solid base of people that like knew you before you were famous and can keep you grounded you know cuz like i'll 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 notice myself like just different days like if some days are more busy <clears throat> compared to other days just the way that i feel 
like just interacting with that many people and just kind of being like you know really really out there in the world and talk you know like i said um so like i just kind of think about like what what it would be like to be in some of those situations where you're i don't know in big meetings or doing a press conference or just like having a bunch of people being like oh do you need anything you know like it's just all of that stuff like you i don't know it freaks me out yeah dude it's um it's really interesting like for it makes me think for example like when it comes to doing concerts and you know we've played all kinds of different shows some of them there was like nobody there some of them there's like packed um and now i've been playing with the band at church and i really just focus on the songs like i don't even really look out at the people mm-hmm. um and there'll be a, some days there's a smaller group some days it's a larger group you know yeah and i'm like i just focus on the songs like i'm just going to like play my music i don't necessarily need to look out and stuff like that that much and so recently some people are getting sick or busy traveling for work and they're like Jake, I usually play lead guitar, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of play some other like kind of rhythm and chords and then throw some lead licks in. And then they're like, Hey, the bass player's gonna be gone. Could you play the bass? Yeah, I'll be there. And then I get there and they're like, I'm like, I'm playing bass today. They're like, well, actually, some of the other acoustic singers that lead they're not here today so can you take their spot for today i'm like wait what uh because it all Mm -hmm. really revolves around them yeah you know it's like they play the chords Mm -hmm. sing the songs and then everything else kind of fills in around that yep and so I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'll give it a go. I'm trying to find my confidence right now because I don't really know all these songs. I just started playing with you guys. I don't really know. I can read the chords and the lyrics, but I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how the patterns go, the melodies are, how it all fits together. And they're like, just let the Lord take over. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and awesome. uh yeah dude for real and you know and that's part of my step three i've just finished up step three of the 12 steps mm-hmm. that's what it is it's like turning jesus over take the, the wheel jesus take the wheel yep um it's basically like turn your life and self-will over to the will of god and put your life in his care and which was really hard for me to do at first i was like what the fuck why is this hard why do i have to why is it hard for me to be like, no, God's got your back. All right. You know? And so I was like, fuck it. Like, yeah, dude, Jesus, take the wheel. And yeah, we did it. We got her done. How'd it go? It went well. Mm-hmm. It, I was like, dude, I don't even know how the hell I did that. Like there were a few songs that I had played with them like once yep. before. So I was like, oh yeah, I, I, can't remember how this goes now 
But I'm just like, I just play some lead stuff and like pipe in with a little bit of background vocals. Mm -hmm. So being put in that position, it was a good feeling because it kind of brought me back, helped me get my mojo back. But also it was one of those things where I was still like, don't even look out at the people. Like you don't need to get caught up in like all these people who's here. Cause it's not about me. It's about this music and relaying this message, which is in church. I'm like, this is about God. This is about praise and like worship to our, our God, which has been different for me because a lot of times, a lot of my music and stuff in the past, it was, either about self-struggles or boasting. Um, sometimes it'd be about like the group, but you know, I'd get caught up in myself all the time. If you're a singer songwriter and you're like, write a song like, you know, I've been so sad recently and I'm struggling with my addictions and I just, I miss you, babe, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, people can relate to that, but, you know, kind of shifting my mind now to be like, okay, how do I, how can I shift not only my mind, but maybe some of the music or art I create to be inspirational? Yeah. And not, and I was afraid to do that because I was like, am I going to be a lamb? Uh, mm. I don't know, man. It's like, it's, Art is such a weird thing because, like, the moment you try to do something, it's, like, kind of doesn't work out in a way. I don't know. Like, I think. Well, yeah, you're right. Just like I was saying with, with Rob Deerdeck, like, he's he's inspirational without trying to be. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't brand his, himself as, like, a inspirational person or, like, a self-help type guy you know and then all the guys that do brand themselves like that they're not even i mean they're just saying all the same stuff and they're like like you're saying like be being an example is you and i i like that too because it's like an example of many like there could be many examples of different ways to be but it's the people i i feel like it's the people telling you like hey this is how you should be that you should mm. watch out for like the people that are like this is just me like you could do what you want but this is just how i do things you know yeah <laughs> i was watching a vice thing about andrew tate <laughs> right and you know he's got a sword in his house and he's like he's like i i did a whole video on how every man should have a sword in his house and the world would be a better place yeah have you heard that no but i believe it <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, that's he's not, dude. He's a he's he's trolling for sure. <sighs> kind of. I think it's a mix of trolling and he's mm -hmm. controlling. I think. Well, well like I don't. He's, yeah, uh, I don't think you'd be putting that shit out there as a troll if you were against that shit. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, you know, definitely from the world of, like, kickboxing and being macho, being superior, you know, it's definitely a superiority thing, uh, yeah. you know. And that's, you know, 
that's one of those things. It's like a really hard thing to really grasp or to like to judge somebody and be like, oh, you got a huge mansion and millions of dollars and 27 exotic cars and 100 women and that you got in chat room working for you or uh you know just stuff like that you got a million young men out there willing to pay you know 50 bucks for your monthly membership to hustle your university or whatever and right and just stuff like that where it's like well you can obviously see that there's a market and an influence that this has on people. And I guess it really comes down to people's, you know, um, like goals or their morals or their own self belief of like, you know, what they want to become if they, how they can achieve that. I think that there's some things that Andrew Tate says that I'm like, you know, that's that's a good point. And then there's some other things where I'm like, dude, that is so fucked up. Like, I definitely am not that type of a guy. But some of these things you say are inspirational. Mm -hmm. And that's like, and then some of them, if you wasn't so like, you're all dumb. I'm so smart as fuck. You're rich, or I'm rich, you're poor. Like, fuck, I could have a 10 wives. That's me. I'm going to live my life. It's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but it's a little like, I don't know, dude. You seem a little bit like a super villain. <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't know. <clears throat> Apparently, he was discovered on the Your Mom's House podcast. Like, that's, who, that's who blew him up. Well, I know he was on like the real world back in the day. Right. Um, but pro- oh, now they were talking about him on Mo- Your Mom's podcast. Like, look at this guy. Who is no, this it, guy or what? It was, it was a while ago, but it was like kind of, it was what made him internet famous what were they saying about him i can't remember they were just because they'll they'll do that they'll just find like oh here's another like internet guru sensationalist or something i don't even think he was doing that at first i think he was just a cool guy just trying to be a cool guy (laughs) well yeah you know i mean it's definitely a controversial and the other thing that gets me about him is how he'll always say things like, the Matrix is broken. You know, he's getting arrested recently. Yeah. For, like, the rape and human trafficking stuff. And he's like, the Matrix is attacking me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. This is a little borderline, like, mental health issues like if if there's some things you see in this world like i know what it's like to be like we're living in the matrix nothing's fucking real like when i was getting strung out and if you get to that level this guy's at where it's like you got a billion dollars 
and you got a hundred women licking your toes and a a million guys you know kissing your ass that's gotta be a pretty fucking heavy drug for sure you know and that could definitely put you in a place of like I'm the master of the universe bow down you know, and I'm like, I don't know, that, that could be dangerous, too. For sure. And that's what, the other thing he totes, I think, is like, how dangerous he is. Powerful. Yeah. And um, it's like, yeah, dude, this guy could basically have his own mafia. For sure. I mean, I'm sure he basically does. I don't know, I mean... He's living in Romania. Like, why the hell? I don't know if he's no. He's he's half black. He's not even Romanian. So, well, yeah, I know he lives place in some to... other places that have like different laws. Yeah, you know, and he started his own bank. <clears throat> Nothing against starting your own bank, but it's like, man, when you're at that level of like, yeah, and I'm like, damn, dude, money laundering. That's crazy successful. I don't even know if you call that successful. That's just fucking rich. <laughs> like you successfully have accomplished some of these things, but he doesn't seem to be like, I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but he doesn't give off this real like happy vibe. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you could be like, I'm happy. I have all these fucking cars. I have a mansion. I get, these chicks are licking my asshole <laughs> for right. free. In fact, they're paying me <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's I mean, like, I'm not, I don't mean to like dog on the guy, but it has been an interesting story to watch. I'll dog on him. Fuck Andrew Tate. Yeah, dude, I actually lost some respect in a way. Not like I have a whole lot of respect for Joe Rogan. I don't know the fucking guy. But, right. you know, when they'd be talking about Andrew Tate, and it, it sounded to me like Joe Rogan was, like, defending him. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, you'd be like, well, the kickboxing world is a really, you know, hardcore world. And if these allegations are true... Which they might not be. I'm like, well, dude, come on. You could kind of see through this and you have daughters and a wife. You know, don't you ever think about the way he talks about women is a little, you know, yeah. no shit. a little too much. But yeah, so I was pretty bummed out when I, because I like Joe Rogan. I think that he's always had this kind of a, pretty like level playing field head whoops i spit on my stuff (laughs) you know what i mean but like he he gets a little argumentative with people but i don't feel like he gets you know super critical right and that was one thing that kind of bummed me out because I'm just like, you know, the guy. 
I'm definitely going to be sticking up for Andrew Tate. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's just a. I guess we'll see how the whole Andrew Tate story goes. But it, the thing about that is when people are at that level, just like Liver King, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, Liver King, the truth is out. He's been on $1,200 <clears throat> worth of steroids every month. Right. And it's like, yeah, do you think that's going to change? Not now that the truth is out. You think that all of a sudden those millions of young men are going to stop looking up to him? Some of them probably, but I'm sure he's still just going to keep doing his thing. Yeah. And I guess that's the sad truth of our reality is that, you know, it's just like the R. Kelly thing where people are like, you know what? Sure, man. R. Kelly might be a total weirdo that's, you know, into locking up young women in his basement and... (laughs) Doing strange things. Uh, But man, I love his music. It's just hard. It's one of those things like, man, that's just so hard to be like, I love this rapist song. Well, it's it's just when you're when you're streaming it, you're giving them money, you know, you're helping them support it. But if you just like pirate that shit and just listen to it offline, then you can listen. You can listen. It's not hurting anybody to listen to a recording, you know. Oh yeah, but you know, <laughs> there's that part of my mind that's like, I don't know. You just yeah. sometimes you get that weird little like. Well, that's how I feel about Kanye. Conscience you know? or something. Yeah, where it's like, like man, I can't enjoy it the same. Yeah, for sure. It's um. It's just one of those things. Sucks. It's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that when your outlook changes or when people do certain things that you're like, damn, dude, I really don't agree with that. Just like if I, you know, I might have a fan that's like, man, I really like Jake Ryan, his music. That one song he wrote, it makes me feel good. It makes me happy. Hmm. And then, you know, I might, go ballistic on the internet all drunk and high and be like, dude, why the fucking fuck the government? No. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, whoa, dude, this guy's actually fucking crazy. I am not a fan anymore. Or whatever, you know what I mean? They yeah. might be like, wow, his outlook on the the transgender community, I do not agree. And, <laughs> and I'm, I don't care what people do, but it's just for example, of how, you know, you might say a racial slur on Twitter, and next thing you know, you got a whole heap of people coming after you. Yeah. So, this whole part of, like, growing and learning how to conduct myself, like you say, just keep your head down and focused on working don't get caught up in that bullshit yeah man even just like with like the just music and art stuff like I feel like 
you know a lot of it is is luck but there's just so many things that that people do that they don't realize that that's what everybody's doing you know um what do you mean i i don't know just as far as like okay we have this goal we're gonna make like this project or we're gonna put together a band anything like that it's like okay here are the steps to do that like people that have done it before you know whatever worked in the industry they just they know they can they've done it a hundred times or whatever Mm, the steps to take yeah and so like when you don't know all that stuff you kind of just think like okay i just gotta sit here with my guitar and write and hopefully i come up with a hit and then i'm gonna put this on youtube and i'm gonna get a million views i'm gonna be famous yeah and but there's just i feel like there's just so much more thought that goes into it as far as like like what you know what are you feeling what are you going through what like inspires you right now and like just honing it down and whittling it down into like okay these are our our options like the directions that we can go in and just really planning it out like planning stuff out in like just in a smart way like in a creative way but in a smart way too where even even things like like oh no this song needs to go first or like we need to take out this bridge or just 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 things like that you know all the all the little that stuff has always like been my favorite to do you know because like like i was saying before about just like making beats and producing and stuff and you know coming up with with stuff from scratch compared to using a sample um just coming up with stuff from scratch it's it's a lot harder to do but every once in a while you'll you'll make something that's like dang i'm so glad like i just kept trying to come up with something because i came upon something that just sounds really good to my ear you know yeah and but just just doing that like over and over again just with everything you know like with with the lyrics and with the, the whole song just basically like you have your creative time and then you have your time to like put it all together in a smart way you know yeah it's uh i guess a little bit of that trial and error and developing a formula which is the whole thing i'm trying to really absorb from uh rob dyrdek right now and that's why i'll listen to like i've listened to tons of these podcasts or his little uh, monologues i'll just listen to them again i'll go to sleep listening to them i'll just i'll listen to it again i'll be like i already heard this one i'm gonna listen again because i definitely probably didn't register at all and i'm just like the more i can ingrain his thought process and his vocabulary into my brain yeah the more i believe like okay maybe through osmosis it'll start to like manifest probably like okay i am actually just sit down a journal and he's this like you're talking about atomic habits where he's like i write down every hour of my life i schedule mm-hmm. my time that deeply yeah and he's like i log it too where my days are logged like what i did that day what i ate you know what uh did i drink alcohol did i meditate did i work out did i do this or that and i make sure 
Because if I start falling off, then I know I'm going to start falling behind and I can't do that, you know, mm -hmm. and it, dude, he's got these goals where he's like, I get together with these people that I, I can't remember the name. It's some like tiger shark group or something, mm. the tiger club. And they're like huge net worth people that they get together and they, they go over their assets together and it's like this development thing where they're like well, they have to show these other large net worth people other assets in their like lifestyle and how they handle their money and then they have to defend it and other people are like why do you do this you could do this you know and, and um mm -hmm. he's like yeah. then they got me thinking you know he's like i'll make like a you know one year five year ten year plan this and that and he's like they got me working on what's your hundred year plan. Cause he's like, I want to live to be 120 years old. He's like, but they got me thinking about what about generational wealth? What am I going to create for my future families, my kids, kids and their kids. And he's like, so now I'm recording these videos. He's like, I want to have 500 videos that are going to be like my yearly, you know, like my, uh, generations down when i'm dead and gone they're gonna watch the hologram video of me that's like hey everybody like i'm the your great 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 grandfather that you know yeah established this stuff <clears throat> years ago and this is the our bloodline and how i wanted to create this life so that you know generations to come could kind of live a good life and have these kind of standards hopefully to live by and i'm just mm -hmm. like dude who the fuck thinks like this yeah this sounds like something out of a science fiction movie yeah and i'm just like dude this is next level brain power for sure you know and Especially to come from a guy that I'm like, dude, I knew Rob Dyrdek from DC Shoe Company and Alien Workshop. Yeah. As a skateboarder. Like, I'm just a skateboarder. It's like, I want to be a pro skateboarder one day. Man, I look up to Rob Dyrdek. Next thing I know, there's Robin Big, the Fantasy Factory. I remember the first, uh, the DC video. Did you ever see that? Um, Maybe. Well, that the very beginning of Rob Dyrdek's part is when he oh, yeah. hired Big Black to be the security guard that kicks out the security guards. Yeah. When they come to kick out the skater. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that stupid idea, like, caused this massive change. Changed everything, yeah. dude. It, it's just crazy, like. Yep. <clears throat> but basically I don't know man I'm feeling pretty good about this year so far for sure dude you? I am yeah sound like um, you're like oh, I'm gonna stick around for a couple years just work yeah. work yep yeah just just work work save up um, get get my cheddar work on music and art when i can try to do something consistently 
I think this uh, sleep music channel might be just something to do consistently, you know. Yeah, but I've been I've been getting in like music mode a lot more. Just went and picked up some acoustic strings today. I was looking at their their guitars, electrics. Yeah. Well, hopefully after tax season, you get your <clears throat> new instrument. and Yeah, I'll let you get to your night. Put on them strings. Watch the Hitchhiker documentary. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> um, and I'm going to go through some of this music and find some stuff to send for you. Daddy, definitely do it. Well, it's good to chat again, bro. For sure. So 76? 76. Yep. Or 76ers. Mm-hmm. And black and white gang. Black and white gang. I got the polka dots. I got the... What is it? Checkers? Squares? Yeah. Flannel? Flannel. <clears throat> Crosshatch. Squares something. and circles hanging out yep. together, you know? Yep, yep. All right, brother. Well, you have a good rest of your night. Uh, and, sure uh, will. Hopefully we got some people listening because we're going to be building the listener base still. I'm going to go through and, you know, I'm not going to give up on the Crossroads podcast. Yeah, man. And I'm, I'm going to get back on my podcast too. I I'm love just, it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know how it is to go through phases of being like, oh man, my energy strained. Takes a lot of work. To mm-hmm. set up to set up a camera and talk into it and then be like, I gotta upload this now and chop it up and then render it and then I upload it and publish it. So all the y'all out there mm-hmm. that are on the other end that are listening, and you might not even be a content creator, <clears throat> but we don't just create this for ourselves. So if you made it to the end of this, you know, make sure and like, subscribe comment we're trying i'm trying to get one more subscriber this month Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i could get one subscriber a month one comment a video i would feel accomplished for sure yeah i mean i i think my plan is just to do it when i can you know not once a week because that's like i said I'll, i'll just end up not doing it and then be like oh shit i missed out but um yeah i feel like I shared that one video too, or it'd be cool to see more stuff like that. It's just even a little inside look to your life. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'll I'll probably start uploading. Like even stuff. if it was a channel, just the main type, channel, channel, channel. Yeah, have a main channel, and those like channel <clears throat> trailer things. I need to make a good one. It's like, hey, what's up, everybody? My name is da da da, and this is my life, and welcome to my channel, dude. And honestly. F- the the chat gpt stuff it's like it really kind of relieves a lot of that anxiety for me of just coming up with stuff as far as stuff like that like you could just literally type that in it's not like you have to use what it comes up with word for word um but you know you can just be like i need a a trailer for my write me a script for my youtube channel trailer you know mm-hmm. but just any Anything like that where it could just offload a little bit of the work to where you can just save that time and, and mental energy. 
Yeah, and then you could be like, oh, this is a good, like, framework. I could alter it, change some words, put a little yeah, more dude. personality or your own personal life I mean, stuff into it. Because it's, it's all, like, editing and, and all that. It's all just, like, you're just tricking people, you know? And even writing, like, scripts and stuff, just the way things are said, you know? Like, there's a certain style of writing that people use when they're broadcasting the news or narrating nature documentary or something or even podcasting you know like so like you once you kind of use those tools and just put it together you know people are like oh wow this is a this is the thing dude what if we had like i know there's ai types that editing generator things that'll like do effects in this and that but i'm like man what if we could like one day you know, you do a little monologue into the camera and then you upload it. And what if like the AI was so good, it could just like go through and chop out all those little parts that you have to go in and chop out. I'm sure, I'm sure that's not even that far, far off. Out. Like, that's, and that then, seems like, like say this one where they'd be like, okay, we're going to find like those hot moments, the algorithms and be like, this one will do good. And then they would like, we're going to chop it up into a vertical short. It's 15 seconds. Well, YouTube already has that where you're you're scrubbing through the video and it'll show like those peaks and valleys and then it'll be like most replayed. Oh, right. Yeah, it'll show that. So like that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, my dog's out there barking at the moon. So for sure. I better go. Give him his dinner. It's dinner time. So yeah. I better All give right. myself some dinner too. Me too. All right. Love you, brother. Love you too, bro. Love, love you, listener. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you the next time at the crossroad. The listener's like, I love you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know you that well, but no. It's all love. It's all love. All right. Hell yeah, bro. Adios. All right. All right. Peace, amigos. Peace.